Hey everyone, it's Charlie Morgan here and welcome back to another video. So in 1964, a senior naval officer for the US Army um, was captured uh, by a Vietnamese prisoner of war camp uh, in North Vietnam. And his name was James Stockdale. Um, some of you may be familiar with his story, um, intelligence, brownie points if you are. Um, but today I'm going to talk to you about like his coping strategy for dealing with being a prisoner of war in one of the most brutal countries known for prisoner of war camps at that time, um, and how you can actually use this strategy to grow your agency. Now, you might be thinking, what on earth? Like, Charlie, I, I watch this channel because you talk about outreach and stuff. And I promise if you learn what I'm going to tell you today, um, then really you're going to crush it. So there's a big problem I see with agency owners these days, and it is hopeless optimism. Right. And you might think there's a paradox. How do you put hopeless and optimism in the same word? But I mean, hopeless optimism in the sense that people just have such a miscued understanding of reality and what's actually possible to achieve um, in over a period of time over which they do it. So what I'm going to do today is talk to you, first of all, about James Stockdale's um, story. And most importantly, like the most important thing I've probably ever learned from a story like that. I've, I've read lots of war um, stories and this one really stuck out to me. And so I'm going to break that down. I'm also going to break down the problem that most agency owners have when setting goals for themselves and then exactly how to solve that problem. And it's all going to come together in the end, I promise. So just pay attention. Um, so James Stockdale, basically, um, he's pretty famous for like his coping strategy for dealing with this this prisoner of war experience. And as I'm sure you can imagine, it wasn't a pleasant one. Um, being locked in leg stocks for 100 days at a time and being starved and beaten and, you know, living in rat-infested cages and being... Like, you can't even begin to fathom the level of pain and suffering withstood by a human being that's been through what James Stockdale went through. It Like, it's up it's, it's up there, it's on par with people who had to go to Auschwitz and other prisoner of war camps and, and, and terrible places um, that like the worst form of human suffering you could imagine. Um, it puts my life into real easy perspective. Like all I've got to do is send some emails. Fucking hell, I find that painful. Imagine what it's like to be in a pr Vietnamese prisoner of war camp in 1964. It can't be fun. Um, so James Dogdale, basically his story, he was, he was flying over, um, I think it's Hanoi, Hanoi or something in, in Vietnam. And his, his plane was shot down and he had to jump out of his plane and parachute down to the ground. Now, you can imagine that's a pretty long parachute ride. You jump out of this plane and you leave this, the safety of the plane and you, you jump out and you parachute. And down below you, you can see hundreds of Vietnamese troops with guns pointed at you. And, um, you know, you see the, the forest and the mud and, you know, you, you realize that you're in for a real nasty treat. And the second you land there, you're going to be captured and probably sent to a prisoner of war camp for many, many years to come. And it's going to be fucking horrible. Um, and I was reading about James Stockdale and he said that one of the main thoughts he had when he was parachuting and jumping down and he was landing, he, he said to himself, I'm leaving the world of technology and entering the world of Epictetus. For those of you who know what that means, brownie points from an intelligence perspective, but basically what he was saying is that he's leaving all of his comforts and he's leaving an easy life and entering a very, very difficult one that's going to be Fucking horrible. For those of you who haven't read and studied Epictetus, I'd strongly suggest you do it because it was what got Stockdale through. So after this, um, he was put through all of these trials and trials and tribulations is definitely an understatement. He's put through an existence of like hell on earth, basically. And he survived. And unfortunately, he died of Alzheimer's around the age of 81, um, not so long ago. And, um, he survived this, this experience. And when asked how he coped, um, one of the main things that he said is like, optimists die first. 
So what he noticed is that, and this is, I'm going to explain how this relates to the agency space in a second, but, but what James noticed is he was held with other people, right? Other people. Um, and what he noticed is that the, the, the prisoners who he was held with, who were the most optimistic, were the first to die. Because what he realized is that psychologically, um, his, his strategy for coping with this thing and for getting through it and staying alive, um, was basically to like have faith, but confront reality. So it's a non-binary dichotomy. What he realized is that if you just had faith and you were really optimistic and you really thought that, you know, it was going to be fine and that tomorrow you were going to be rescued and that America were going to win the war in the month anyway. So you're only there for a couple of weeks. Like that's what some people thought is they had so much faith and they did. They had all this faith in the world. Um, he said those people died the, the first because what happened is that tomorrow would come around or a month would come around and they still weren't rescued. And like he said that like being able to withstand the suffering of being in a prisoner of war camp, um, like what was worse than being put through the prisoner of war camp was thinking that you were going to be out soon, but that that wasn't manifested and it actually took years to get out. And he said the people who thought, like people who were the most optimistic with the time frame over which they'd be alleviated from their suffering were the ones who died the first because they just didn't have the psychological coping and withstand to deal with the pain because they thought they were going to be out of it so soon. That didn't come to reality. And so eventually they just lost faith. So they had so much faith that eventually they lost it. Now, this is really important. I'm going to circle back to this this thing in a second. I'm going to make a note here because there's these two points. Um right where we've got faith and reality um so they lost faith if you have too much faith eventually you lose it because you forget about reality so the other thing is confronting reality right where stockdale said that like the other side of the coin was people who had no faith right and they only just had reality and they didn't believe they would ever leave and so they had no reason to stay alive and they actually would just kill themselves um this also um this same dichotomy presented itself in um in Nazi death camps. Um, I don't really know why people call them concentration camps because it's a literally a marketing term to make like mass murder seem acceptable. So the death camps, right? Or Auschwitz and stuff. And Victory Frankl was a, um, a victim of the Nazi death camps. And, um, and he basically said that like he noticed the same thing. And obviously Victory Frankl was before James Stockdale because Stockdale was the 1960s and Frankl was like the 19, probably early forties, maybe um, late 39s. And, um, and Stockdale said that he learned from Frankl and he, he read his, his books and stuff. And Frankl basically said the same thing, like with, with Jews in these, in these death camps, you had people who believed the war was going to be over and that, or they also had faith in, um, the Nazis' ability to have empathy for them. So they didn't confront the reality that Nazis were just absolute, I won't swear, there's no word I could even use to describe the hatred I have for those sorts of people, but they thought the Nazis would take empathy and be sympathetic and nicer to them. And, and the reality was that the Nazis were just mean, mean bastards, right? And they wouldn't, they weren't, they weren't relinquished. So the problem that people have and the reason people die in these situations is because they have too much faith and too much optimism or they have no, no faith and no optimism and they only have reality to deal with. And so either side of the coin is wrong because if you take faith to an extreme, then what happens is your perception of reality over time is not in alignment with reality itself. And so when reality actually comes around, then obviously it's going to fucking bite you in the ass because you didn't expect it. 
So if you're expecting to be released in a month and the month comes around and you haven't been released, and then the day after that, and the day after that, and the day after that, and the day after that, then eventually you're going to lose faith. And then what will happen is by having so much faith in the initial stage, the, the dichotomy will flip over to here where you just have reality and you've lost faith completely and you can only deal with reality. And if you have to deal with reality with no faith, you're fucked because, well, that's an understatement, right? You're, you're going to die because you can't cope. James Stockdale recognized and Victory Frankl recognized this non-binary dichotomy where you have to confront reality and you have to deal with the facts of the situation, but you also have to have faith that in time things are going to be okay. And so today I want to actually explore like how this applies to building and scaling and growing an agency because it applies more than you could possibly imagine, most specifically towards setting goals and actually changing your life and getting up to where you want to be. So if you're in the early stages of starting an agency now and you're here, right, we, we, we denote here as this fist, right? And you know your current situation, you could be making, you know how much money you currently make, you know how many clients you currently have, you know how successful you are. And there's a very, very strong 99.999% likelihood that this is where you want to be. You've got, you want to be in a better situation where you've got more clients, more money, more income, and you have more skills and you're basically better off. Now we've got these two points, right? And here's the problem. You right now want this here. And to get this here requires two things, faith and confronting reality. If you have too much faith, about your goal, and most importantly, the time trajectory over which it takes you to actually achieve this goal, then you'll keep, you'll try to achieve it. You won't achieve it in the time you've expected to achieve it, and you will lose faith, and then you'll confront reality, and your reality at that point will be, I can't do this because I haven't succeeded. So the biggest trap that I see agency owners like fall into in the early stages or even the late stages with their goal setting, they're not optimistic about how much money they can make. They're optimistic about the time period over which they can make that money. So this is typical because I talk to agency owners on the daily and on a sales call, they might be like, yeah, I want to get to the, you know, they might be doing like one grand a month. And then they say, yeah, I want to get to um, 10 grand a month in the next three months. And like, when you take a third perspective to observe that, you think what on earth is wrong with you? But there's nothing wrong with the person who wants to do that because it's naturally to be ambitious. You just have to recognize that that's not possible. Actually, it is if you have experience and you have skills, right? So I'm going to sort of hop into Miro here, into my whiteboard software to explain how this works in visual format because not only does it help me explain it, but it also might help you understand better. Um, so yeah, I know it's a bit of a weird long-winded video, but like, this time trajectory is people are way too optimistic. And if you can fix this, you can fix everything and just delay the gratification and not wanting to get rich immediately is honestly the best strategy because it allows you to confront reality and have like a reasonable amount of faith. So let me hop in. I'll show you how it works. Cheers. So now that I'm in here, um, let me just sort of redraw my, my point. Um, so you're, you're here, right? And uh, let's just, let's just zoom in here actually. Uh, okay. Right. Um, let's get a bit fancy. Let's, let's use a purple pen. <laughs> okay. So here's where you are and here's where you want to be. Now, between these points, we have a gap. You're probably well aware of that gap. It's probably quite a painful gap to experience. Um, but this is, this is what we would call your current situation. This is obviously your desired situation. Now to bridge this gap requires like this, this gap here, this arrow you can see, um, doesn't really represent anything but time. Now, the problem with this is that if you are overly optimistic and if you have too much faith 
about the time over which you can achieve your goal, then you're really going to freak out. So I talk about the limbic system a lot on this channel. You might be familiar with it at this point. Um, but your brain, like, it likes to know that things are going to happen. It likes to know when things are going to happen. However, if it thinks something's going to happen in a certain time and that thing doesn't come to fruition and happen in that certain time, then the brain will start to solidify beliefs and identity formations around you not being able to do the thing that you want to do. So like a common thing is people want to get to 10k a month. They're starting out right. And um, they want to get to 10k a month and they want to do it in like, you know, in like three to six months. Now, if you're a starting entrepreneur with no previous experience, no previous skills, no sense of discipline, no sense of entrepreneurial identity, no clients, no network, no nothing, going from zero to 10k a month in three to six months is basically impossible. Now, I've seen it done before, but by very rare exceptions. And if you've bought into the agency space with the expectation you can get to 10 grand a month in anything less than six months, then you've been sold a lie. You've bought a course for 997 that's told you you can get to 10K a month in three months, but do not believe the authority figure that has told you that because obviously it's a marketing play to get you to buy something from them. It's not true. In fact, even 12 months isn't probably isn't enough to get to 10 grand a month. Now, with the right support and with the right mechanisms in place and the right mentors, it does make it significantly easier, but it's still going to take you a long, long time to build the sense of identity, skills and sense of self that you need to grow to six figures. It's the same thing with getting to multi six figures, seven figures or eight figures. It takes time. And so if your current situation is zero and your goal is 10k a month and you think you can do this in three months, I can tell you now that you're not going to do it in three months. And what will happen is three months will roll around and you'll probably still be at zero or maybe you'll be at one. And zero to or one is very far away from 10, right? And if, you're, if all of your progress is measured against the financial metric over which you arch your life, then you're always going to be upset and stressed because you're always going to feel very far away from it. And then what happens is this becomes a bit of a feedback loop, right? So we have goal, right? And then we have reality. And we want our reality to be our goal. And so what we do is we try to set our goal to make our reality our goal, right? And we set a time frame, and if it's too short, like three months, then what happens is our goal does not become reality. So like our current like reality remains our goal. Does that make any sense? I don't know, right? But my point here is it's a feedback loop. If you are overly optimistic and have too much faith in the time frame at which you can achieve your goal, then you're not gonna be able to achieve it at all because you'll become so discouraged. It's a far better strategy to say, I'm gonna, I want to take two years to get to 10K a month and I'm gonna work really hard every day. I know I'm gonna make a lot of mistakes. I know it's gonna be painful and hard, but I'm gonna give myself two years. The better thing to do is to not even give yourself a fucking time frame. <laughs> like I found this to be the best strategy. Like I wanna to scale to eight figures um, with Imperium Agency, but I haven't put a time frame on it. I haven't said to myself, I wanna to get to eight figures in a year or three years or five years. Like my strategy for getting to eight figures and my strategy for getting to every other financial level I've been able to get to up to seven figures or multi seven figures with two businesses um, is to basically set the goal and then just work every day as hard as I can on that goal with as much diligence, prudence, perfectionism and conscientious, conscientiousness as possible and do that every single day. And like I'll know that I'll get it because I just keep working. As soon as you set a goal, you set a deadline. Reality doesn't like deadlines, right? And the universe doesn't work on your deadlines either. 
Now it can do to a degree because depends like time can constrain our actions to produce very strong outputs in short periods of time. But my point here is that listen, if you want to, if you've got a goal and you want to hit a certain amount of money, remove the time frame. Just get rid of it. And what you'll notice is you'll feel so much more relaxed about achieving that goal because the pressure of time isn't actually against you. Instead, it's with you because you use time as a, um, you use it as like an asset to like leverage to achieve your goal. Instead of seeing it as this thing that you've got to do it, do the goal by, you use it to actually obtain the goal itself, if that makes sense. So that's everything for this video. It's it's a real sort of, I know it's a bit of a gray area. And to be honest, I've I've thought this through in some detail, but my, my thinking of it isn't 100% clear because I can, I know how it works for me, but making it work for other people is an interesting, interesting thing. I just know that people are way too optimistic. And I thought about the Stockdale paradox and um, Victory Frankel and thought like, yeah, people are just too optimistic and then their dreams are crushed. Like I would rather get 10K a month guaranteed in 18 months than keep going for these little two to three months like stints and then end up really discouraged and stressed out. Like most of your stress, like business-wise, is just coming from like the time frame over which you've given yourself to actually accomplish what you want to accomplish. Um, and so that's everything. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did like it, you can subscribe and like. Um, and also don't forget to comment if you have any other video suggestions or recommendations. Um, I didn't actually introduce myself, but for those of you who don't know who I am, um, I've built and scaled an agency and now I have other people do it. So that's everything from me. Um, in the description, you'll find two links. Uh, if you want help right, acquiring the skills, to go from your current situation to your desired situation and you're finding this painful, then you can click the first link in the description to go through to book a call to learn more about our program. Really, the only thing that's like stopping you from going where you are to where you want to be is skill set and mindset, right? And so if you want to speed up the process of learning the skills and developing the mind you need to grow, then we have everything laid out for you in step-by-step -step format and a training program that we've used to help over 160 people bridge this gap. And if you want that, and if you want to learn more about it, you can click the first link and it will take you through. Um, also, um, in this, the second link in the description, we'll take you to a Facebook group. In that Facebook group, we will tell you more um, stuff like this, and we have more strategies on how to grow your business. So that's everything from me. I hope you enjoyed it, and I will see you in the next video. Thanks for watching.